Mr. Gorbon over here. for uh, Gordon right now, Mr. Oh, there he is. Where's this guy? Ontario. We're just trying to get Adam in here right now. Just unable to join. Intimate setting. <laughs> Absolutely. That doesn't work out that well. Can you get in, Adam? Oh, there you go. Hey guys. Nice train. Nice train. Yeah. Definitely a nice train. Very nice train. All right. You're going to the you going to, you're going to the game right now? Yeah, we're going out to the game. Perfect. Nice. Well, we're all set. So welcome everybody to uh, episode four. And, uh, today we're talking about Sales life, our man over here. So maybe he can introduce himself with uh, ASL. I'm uh, Scott Semple, the uh, Western Canada Territory Manager for Navian, uh, based out of Chilliwack, British Columbia. Happy to be uh, here with these two fine gentlemen today. We were together yesterday. We were supposed to be together today. I just couldn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we, we took in the game yesterday. Yes. We sure did. Oh, too bad it kind of loud over there. But uh, thank you everybody for being here. As you know, it's Scott Semple. Uh, so Scott is a salesman. So maybe we can ask him a few questions. We're going to start off with, you know, telling us about his life, his everyday, um, what he does every day because everybody else is most likely a plumber, an HVAC guy, or a counter guy. So let's learn more about him. Yeah, so I've been... Uh, I've been in the uh, industry now for just over 30 years, uh, which is a long time, almost as long as this guy's been around. Um, and we, uh, I started as a shipper receiver at a wholesaler and uh, worked my way through that to the counter and eventually was in the heating uh, departments uh, doing hydronic design for a good portion of my career, uh, running those departments and uh, Slowly moved from there into into the sales side of things with a couple different manufacturers, uh, PEX manufacturers to start with, and uh, I've just worked my way through that. I've worked with a couple agencies, um, selling all different uh, heating products, and then uh, been on the contracting side for a short term. I was uh, with a friend of mine. We were uh, doing some some big stuff in Vancouver area, and then uh, been with uh, Navian now for the last uh, eight years. So. It's been a journey, uh, but, but a fun one as, as we go. So, 
sounds like a great journey. Yeah. Uh, what's happening over there, Adam? Can we not hear your voice? Are you just muting? I, I muted it because I got there's a lot of people on the train and I didn't want to interrupt his speaking. Got it, got it. Can got you guys it. hear can you hear a lot of the, the echo behind? Yeah, it, it's it's a little bit tiny, tiny bit, not too bad. Tiny bit, not too bad. I have my earplugs in so <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that we got everything from Scott. Yeah, you know, that was a lot. I mean thirty thirty years is uh Many, many years, as you know, Scott's probably in his 70s now, so. <laughs> just, just pushing 70, just so you know. We're getting up there. Yeah. So question we had for Scott over here is, um, how did you get in? Like, out of all things you decided to do, why did you decide to kind of get, dip yourself into the sales side of things? Well, you know, it, it's it's funny. It, it, for me, it started as a as a summer job, um, you know, between you know going to school and uh, it, it, it was a weird situation. We had a we had a counter guy at, at our location. I ended up taking a job uh, on a pipeline out in Saudi Arabia. So manager came to me and gave me a nice raise and said, "Hey, why don't you hang out for a little bit before you go back to school and." Uh, I just, you know, basically fell in love with, with the industry and, and, and you know, got intrigued, especially on the hydronic side and the heating side. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been my career as I've gone through it. So it just kept me here. What made you fall in love with, like, the hydronic heating side? Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I like the technical side of things. You know, it's not, you know, nothing against you know, plumbing, the plumbing is plumbing every day, whereas yeah. every every hydronic system has a little bit of difference to it. Um, you know, it, it does take a skill set uh, to be a good hydronic person, uh, to understand, you know, you know, the whole, the design, the installation, the wiring side controls, which is a big part of my career. I'm good on the control side of things, and it just, every job is different, it keeps you, keeps you entertained. Right? So, Hey Adam, yeah, well, if like, you could yeah. get mute while he's talking, that'll be good. You have a lot of feedback yeah. there. But, but uh, no, no. If you have anything else to say, go ahead. <laughs> well, what's the um, what's like the best and worst thing about being a sales rep? I know there's a lot of travel and stuff, but a lot of people don't really understand what what your job really entails and how much sacrifice you you really take on. Yeah. So I, I think what you know. First and foremost, I'm not I'm not a guy that's a commission sales guy that's your or or I'm not sitting down at kitchen tables you know selling equipment that way you know I've, I've I'm in a very supportive role um, I manage all of Western Canada um, we have a large rep network who, you know the, that reports to me and I rely on those guys to be the day to day um, but you know the challenge travel is a, is a challenge you know a good example is I will only be home. Uh, in my own bed six times for the whole month of uh, June, right? So it's an extensive travel month, right? And that happens. We got a, we got places to be and, and people to see. But you know, so you know, the challenge again is is being able to to balance that. Um, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be almost seventy, as you guys heard earlier. Um, so my 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 kids are my kids are growing and and out of the house and it's a lot easier. I don't have to, to, to be home for kids sports and stuff like that. So, and it works. And it's not it's not for everybody. You know, everybody sees oh you get to travel and you get to have all these, you know, fun times and and 
don't get me wrong, there's lots of fun times. We went to the baseball game last night with a group of guys. We had some contractors in from BC and Alberta for some training, and, and we, we finished it off with a great night at the ball game, and, and it was great fun. But, you know, we're, we're all the way from home, and it's long days, long nights, and, and uh, so it's where we go, right? It makes a lot of sense. I mean, I mean, Adam and I, we, we've been traveling quite a bit on our end as well because we're starting to work more on the uh, media marketing side. So, you know, a lot of long nights, <laughs> you yeah. can say the least. For, for sure. The, the day doesn't end at 5 o'clock like it does for a lot of people, right? I'm on three and a half hours sleep right now. <laughs> well, well, aside from the traveling side, like when you're in the sales and, you know, moving all the way up, like what what were the other challenges of that? Would, would you say learning the hydronic side? Would you say kind of dealing with people, um, with the corporate and everything above that or like tell us more about those challenges you know the challenge one of the challenges and i'm sure you know terence yourself you probably face this a little bit is is you know the when you're young in the in in this industry some people don't always give you the credit for the knowledge that you have right so you know you really have to push doors open they don't get open for you at times so, so that was a big challenge you know i think once people understand um who you are, it makes it easier. And I think for me, that's you know one of the things that I think makes me good at what I do is because I've had those challenges of, of being a young guy in, in, in an industry. I really respect what what you guys do as, as young contractors in the industry and and, and breaking barriers down that way because it, it's important that we include everybody and 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 you guys are the future of the industry and and. You know the knowledge that you guys have and, and the technology that's available now is it's phenomenal i think it's you know you know if, if we can continue to break that challenge and, and make it easier for 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 the next generation as well as your generation i think we're, we're moving the right way i mean a lot of great points and i think that's what we were talking about or what i was doing the last time i was in ahr doing more of those interview things talking about you know plumbing heating hvac the whole mechanical trade side is not it's not all about just hands-on all the time. There is a different aspect that, you know, maybe you're not a hands-on guy. Maybe you want to become. A... Absolutely. You don't have, you don't have to be on the tools to be in this industry. You know, we talked, I talked about the design side of things. Well, systems are not getting easier. They're getting more complicated every day. You know, you can look, look at all the systems you guys put in and you see what's entailed and, and, and with all the, the you know, the, high efficiency equipment and controls. And, you know, now we're seeing electrification and heat pumps and air to water and stuff. There's, there's so much stuff that, that we need people that understand that. And those are going to be guys that are sitting behind a desk that, that really understand what's going on. But Navian is really, really uh, helping in that, that aspect as well. Like you guys do training how many times a year trying to get people to understand your, your product and, and really learn about um, plumbing in the hydronic side of things, right? So, for sure, like we, we, you know, we definitely train on our product, but we we really try and train on what's happening outside the box because there's more outside the box than there is inside the box. And you know, we feel that if if contractors are are knowledgeable on our equipment, but also on how how to pipe things, it's less problems for them and and for us. And you know, I've always wanted to, you know my job is to make sure that that every contractor is successful i don't want to just sell a box and then walk away from it you know and and he has trouble 
that doesn't do anything for a long-term relationship. And, and we are in a relationship business and we want to grow that. We've, we've trained over 350 people already out of our academy in, in, in Vaughan this year. That's, that's quite a bit. You, you know, there's a different question that I want to ask now that it comes to my mind. With the amount of years that you've had so far and seeing how the industry goes, like, how, how do you feel that, you know, first we, we were at we did cast iron boilers and then we've been, we went to non-condensing and then now all the way to electrification. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, as I say, systems are getting complicated and, and, and you know, we have got efficiency is what we're after. And, and there is system efficiency and there's equipment efficiency. And you can take the best piece of equipment with the best efficiency. If you don't put it in properly, you don't have system efficiency. And for me, you know, that was one of the things I always prided myself is trying to make sure that everything was controlled properly and, and running it at its, and its best capabilities. And, you know, back in the day, you know, when, when I first started, it was, it was cast iron, mid-efficient boilers. I, I could troubleshoot any system with a jumper wire, right? I didn't need to have any other fancy piece of equipment. You know, I, it was pretty easy to figure out what was going on now. You know, we're, we're combustion analysis, we got manometers, we got multimeters, right? And that's just the start, right? Well, we got all the appliances that now even has plain English of what yeah. the, the problem is. Exactly. Error air codes did not exist on, on equipment. You know, the first, you know, versions of error codes was flashing LED lights. It would blink one time or blink three times, right? Five times, yeah. right? And so, and now look at where we're multi-line displays, color displays that, tell you what's going on and what to look for. And that really sucks. Like, have you, have you ever tried those ones, Adam, before where you actually have to, sometimes you, you miss it, but then now you have to start counting the amount of blanks on the control board to really find out what your issue is. Yeah, and then- Yeah, the gas meters on old hot water tank. <laughs> Did I blink on that one? Which code was that? Yeah, so. What did you say? I said, like, you know, what he was saying, when you blink, you missed the error code as well, so that you don't know which error code it was. And then sometimes, because it's flashed so many times, you have to restart it again so that you get the error to come out again so that you can find out which error code. Yeah. Have you done that? Have you, like, on the gas meters, they do that, right? On an old hot water tank. Lots of stuff did. Yeah. Our, our, our original equipment did and when, when we entered the market. Yeah, and, and I think like right now, what was the percentage you guys said that many of the times it was um, the installation that was the issue, right? Like what's the percentage of that usually? That well, that's, that's tough to measure. You know, we have a, we've got a great, you know, tech support and, and unfortunately we've got visual support now as we've added things to make it easier, but you know, between the, between the contractor and our tech on, on the phone, if they start going down the wrong path, they might not really fix the problem. And then it's a reoccurring problem. And ultimately, you know, in support of the product, if the product gets replaced, we find when it comes back and gets tested, you know, on some of those instances, it, it, it was an easy fix. Like, it, you know, it was you know, one part, you know, if it was that one part, whereas they went down the wrong way. So, yeah. but overall, you know what, you know, for the most part, I think with, with all equipment, ours and, and, and everybody else's there, if, if you're getting good technical support and, 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 and support from the, the, the guys in the field, you know, for me and my rep agencies are fantastic, right? You know, the support that they give to, to the contractors, you know, you guys already talked about our tech support and how good it is. Um, oh yeah. You know, it's, 
that's where there's where that's what matters, right? That we're there when there is a problem. Yeah. And by the way, everybody watching, if you have questions or spot, uh, prepare them anytime you want. You can ask them. We'll pin it up. Uh, just like ATG over here asking, why are we together in the same hotel room? Um, that's our secret. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, shout out to Navian. Uh, thank you for coming, first of all. Um, big thing about Navian that I like myself that we talk about all the time is the visual support, which has been phenomenal for, for you know, for my team, uh, for that matter, because every time we have an issue, you know, they could actually troubleshoot this whole problem for us whereas any kind of other boiler brands out there that we've worked with so far we don't get that kind of support which which is so great uh when working on Navian and, and it's not to just say you know a recommendation or just what we like like uh just because Scott is here but because we really like the product for what it is the, re the relationships that we've built with uh sales reps though over the trade shows like I met Scott at TMPX four years ago and now i have such a great relationship with them and it's not just about the product either now i'm i'm, I'm loyal to him when it comes to navian because i know i can reach out to him if i have any issues you know what i mean and those are the relationships that you build when going to the trade shows when we were talking on our first episode right for, for sure it's not about it's not about a one and done it's about building these relationships you know myself and terrence were on the golf course today you know the training ended and we, we were throwing around a golf in just to be out there and having some fun. And, uh, you know, it's, it, for me, it's a very important part of what I do. Um, and, you know, I think building that relationship and there's a, there's a reliability there that, that, you know, you can pick up the phone at any time and give me a shout regardless about what it's about. Right. You know, bounce, bounce things off me and, you know, my product, anybody's product. I'm happy. I've been, like you say, in the industry a long time, I know a lot of stuff about, about what's going on and I get a lot of phone calls unrelated to what you know my product but but on hydronic systems and plumbing in general right you know I have a spin-off question I asked Miller this today um, nothing too personal but how do you feel you know how the industry is going now that the fact that you know back in the day you had to do your sales calls you had to meet people differently by traveling and all that but because of things like social media um, and internet, like how, how does how does that affect your relationships and how has that helped or, you know, not helped? Like, what are your thoughts on well, that? Well, I, I think, you know, I, I hate to say the word, but I think we all learned through COVID that business could still be done. But we also learned that there is an interaction, you know, a human element that needs to be there. And yes, absolutely. I do lots of Zoom meetings and Teams meetings and whatever, because people are apart. But I still, I still enjoy, and we all still need that face-to-face. -face. We need to, we need to be together, right? It's an important part, you know, body language, expressions, and 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 stuff. And you know, it's tough to share a beer over over a over a connection, right? It's true. I think efficiency-wise, it, it increased quite a bit. But it's just that you know, for some other people, it kind of changed their minds on what relationship building really is yeah. nowadays as well yeah and it, I, it's a valuable tool i think i think we've all learned how to use that tool more effectively you know over over the course of that and and we'll continue to use it but you know there's there's huge value in 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 being in front of people great well we got a question from all-star um is navian moving on heat pump and air to water tech 
Um, I'm not privy to all the R&D stuff. You know, obviously we're well aware of, of electrification in different areas and, and moving, you know, to those technologies. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that we're going down the road on, on some of that product. Um, uh, but uh, there's nothing that I've been told about at this moment that uh, that's coming down the pipe. You heard the man. So, you know, moving, moving back to our questions about sales life and how Scott is with his life through sales. Um, what, what is your favorite thing throughout this whole time? You know, why have you kept doing what you've been doing? And then why have you not looked into, you know, maybe going back to the trade or something or doing something else like you know for me obviously you know I, I'm, I'm at a point where i'm not i'm not going into the trade side of things as much as i've done many installations you know how i learned you know way back in my wholesale days is is uh, you know a guy would come in and buy you know three thousand feet of oxy barrier pipe and i would say when are you putting it in he would say saturday i go well, you want some free labor Right. Really? So absolutely. That's, that's the difference. That's the difference between sales guys and counter guys now to what it was back then. And that's we just talked about that last episode. That drives me nuts. That guys don't want to learn like that. They just want to sell the product. I, I, I had, that's how I had to learn, right? I, you couldn't read about it, right? You couldn't. You know, we didn't have. You know, I, there was no internet when I started. Right, there was no YouTube or, or anything like that. I had to go physically do it. I learned how to put in boilers. I learned how to do wiring. In fact, I did a lot of wiring on the side when I was a, a lonely guy at, at the wholesale side, you know, way back in the day. I understood wiring and plumbers didn't. And so I wired probably one to two boilers a week for, for many years, right? So that's why I, I got on the control side. So were, were, you, were you part of Tekka when they were creating that hydronic technicians course? Yes. So, so Tekka um, evolved from uh, three things. Originally, it was the um, BC Hydronics Advisory Committee. Then it turned into the Residential Hot Water Heating Association. And then they merged two um, entities, the forced air side, to create Tekka to try and get the, the tech side of things going. But, uh, Timmons is getting yeah. <laughs> well, I can't see comments just so you know. I, you know my comments froze up. It's like I can't see comments at all. Corey, when, you, when you can grow hair, I'll get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good one. You got anything for Scott, Mr. Uh, Mr. Train Rider over there? I, am to, I, I asked a few questions. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of stuff because uh, we've had many drunken nights where we've kind of discussed things at like four in the morning. And I, I know quite a bit, but we're trying to give it for everybody else, right? Yeah. You, can you think of anything? Oh, I, I, got, I got more. Uh, okay, go my, ahead. My next question would be like, you know, with the ups and downs of the industry and how you see it, how it was before and how it is now, um, what are you constantly trying to change or something that you don't like that you actively are trying to change right now? So... I don't know if I'm actively trying to change it because I don't deal directly with the sale to the contractor as it goes to a wholesaler. But one of my things that when, when back in the day when I was doing it at that level and I did a heating quote, you were given a lump sum quote, right? 15 grand and all the material was listed there, but there was no price beside everything. You know, now obviously you know, with computers and tech, like, you know, now it wasn't computerized, but we, we didn't offer that. 
everybody looks at the price of everything. Um, and in my opinion, to too much detail. I think if you trust the, the distributor you're dealing with and you're getting the support from them, the rep, the product, you know, for a hundred dollars here on a boiler or, or for $10 on a pump, and, and I'll even make it even worse, for a penny on, on, on barrier pipe, you're doing yourself an injustice. You, you wanna be treated fairly. You get that quote, you sell the job based on that, right? Something that is more money, you make more margin on it. And I think if people understand more about how margin works and what you're gonna put in your pocket, again, for me, if I can educate people and be successful, I don't wanna see a contractor out there working for wages. Right, and you see that way too often where they're working for a wage and they don't realize about the overhead and all the other stuff that goes with it. You know, at the end of the day, they turn around and say, oh, I made good money this year, but I didn't make as much. Well, it's because you're not charging enough, right? right? You're, not, you're devaluing yourself and, and everybody looks at material as, the, as where to make savings. Yeah. Knowledge, right? Basing, basing your, your, your labor and stuff on one trip, like getting it right the first time versus going back the second time for free, those are things that, that, you know, I've always tried to help contractors understand, right? I think it's a challenge in the industry um, across the board. I think that, you know, associations and stuff should, should offer more business courses as well as, you know, heat loss courses and, and, and stuff because, you know, there's young entrepreneurs out there that, that have worked for somebody, they're finally a journeyman, they, they, they go off on their own. And, and they don't understand some of those basics. And I think if we can educate people on that side of things, that, that it isn't just about price of material, um, the price of a boiler, you know, it's the service you get, the support you get with that. Um, and you gotta pay for that, right? You know, if, if you don't wanna, if you don't wanna pay for it, there's lots of places to go buy, buy something for, inex, you know, inexpensively, but you get that support. It happens all the time. It, it really does. I mean, you know, since Scott is here, I mean, for, for those of you that are listening, get get your pencil and paper out. I mean, maybe Scott can give us a lesson on what margins really are. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that, that's the next discussion. That's the next discussion. <laughs> he has to go into a full hour we'll get, on that. We'll get, we'll get the whiteboard out. <laughs> well, break it down in numbers. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. I think, you know, every time we go back to that from our last discussion, Adam, um, it's, it's not it's not about the pricing some most of the times honestly for for how i work it's really about the service you get behind it because when we're talking about cents pennies or 10 percent or 20 percent um you know 20 percent on big commercial projects i understand 10 percent i still understand as well but for many other contractors residential wise and all that from what i hear outside some people like to go from wholesaler to wholesaler just to buy a pump and make a difference on $20 or $30. But nobody really understands. It's just like, if you're selling to your customer, you want them to understand that you're more expensive because you have value behind it as well. And I think the wholesale side, um, the manufacturer side thinks the same way that, you know, there is value with you paying sometimes more of a premium price. But of course, if you don't get that value, now that's a different story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you got it. You got it. the value has to be there. If there is no value, then then it, then buy the cheapest price, right? So. Yep. Well, that's all the questions I got for Scott today. I mean, any any um, closing tips that you'd like to give people for 
for sales or for life or for heating or for yeah. anything? Well, like you say, you know, it's, it's, you know, like I say, I'm not, you know, my sales role is, is like as you said, was sort of a management support role is where I'm at now, you know, and, and, and in our industry, most of it is, I don't deal with commodity products. So I'm not, you know, out there, you know, selling half inch copper nineties and worrying about, you know, a half a penny here or there. So, you know, I, I, my advice is, is, you know, for everybody is, is build that relationship with, with your rep that, that supports a product um, and, and, and keep, keep your, you know, keep an open mind and, 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 you know, enjoy the time that you're with those people. And, you know, if they can bring some value to you and they, and they have a good product to, to bring to you, you know, you support those people. Oh, interesting. We had an interesting question before you leave. Is Navian going to be offering online training? So uh, we have um, a, a YouTube channel that has some videos on there. That you can get a little bit of training on, on quickly changing parts. Um, through COVID, we did, we went, everything went, went, went to, to, to Zoom. Um, if you go into um, our training side of our webpage, you will find a lot of those um, webinars, Zoom trainings that are archived, so you can actually listen to them on your own. Um, and then, you know, if, if, if need be, you know, if you're in a remote area and you can't make it to a training, reach out to, to our rep it, that is for your area. You can go on to, to our um, uh, rep locator on our webpage and you can find out who that is. Reach out to see if, if they've got some online training that's coming on. Uh, we do, a lot, our reps do a lot of training for us as, as well as our, our, our factory trainers, so. Yeah. Right. I'm waiting, on, I'm waiting on that California training. You know what's really important about all the stuff that we've been through all the time? I think a lot of contractors themselves always try to wait for somebody to reach out to them. But, you know, being being a Western sales guy or whatever sales guy it is sometimes or sales manager is sometimes they don't have the time or they don't know to reach out to so many people because there's just so many people out there. So Absolutely. when you do get the chance and you can find out yourself, reach out to your local rep to find out who your regional is or whatever it is, because you will get a lot more help on your product. You can't just sit there and complain sometimes because you have to do the legwork to actually find these people to help you sometimes. They, they don't know that you're having trouble if, if they don't know. I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to stay relevant here. I'm yeah, dedicated to this live. Yes, Adam's going to a game today, so we had to force him to come on before that. But uh, no, we're we're pretty much done our episode today. If we thank you, Scott, so much for coming in. A lot of great information. Uh, maybe in the future, Adam and I are thinking about putting this more on Spotify so that you guys can listen back in on it um, by grabbing out the audio. Okay. Maybe maybe a little bit more of us sitting down and and uh, and uh, yeah, putting it on Spotify. We were talking about that last week, and uh, we did have a few people comment saying they want to listen to it on the job site. So if that's what people want, we can do it. Yeah, right? yeah, we can do it more professional version too. I think more we're just doing IG lives to make it more raw sometimes, so that it's not edited. Instead of you know having all the edits sometimes where something gets cut out uh, or it gets too long. That Sometimes to me, that's a little bit boring. But yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, anytime. Yeah, if you want, you can reach out to Scott. Uh, I'm sure he's tagged on the last post, and we'll probably tag him again. So if you want to reach out to Scott and find him, you can find him on Instagram at Simple 
1934. So am I seeing you guys down here soon or what? No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> we are, we have goodbye. Class. Okay. Goodbye. Good night.